WV Uncommon Place. This podcast is a variety podcast that houses numerous series to cover mental health, empowerment, podcast framework, and various intimate series to get to know the hosts. Along with occasional movies reviews and dives in pop culture with our event podcast episodes. The Uncommon Place digs into bringing guests on that stories don't fit the mold and are very different. WV stands for the great state of West Virginia and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself JR are your hosts so please come along for this venture to Uncommon Place. Welcome to West Virginia Uncommonplace. Today, after uh, going across different uh, platforms and different ways to get in touch with this guy, I finally have Podcastagram on my show. He does have a real name. I will let him tell you his name if he decides to disclose that. That's all up to him. We have him here because he is an insider in po- the podcasting industry. Um, he's a very humble man. He may not say that he is an insider, but he is an insider. If you get featured on his podcast, it is determined that you will be successful. So podcastagram, please take it from there. Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how you got involved in doing this and what's your passion for doing this? Uh, first of all, thanks so much for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, I actually love your podcast. Listen to a few of them. I feature your, your own. And one of your podcasts, actually, one of my favorites ever. The is it the Lactine Galley one? That, yes. that one was actually awesome. That was one of my favorite standout podcasts still to this day. And I've mentioned that to a few people. So the, uh, on your end, you're a great host. You have to just extract the information from her. It was absolutely brilliant. One of my favorite podcasts still to this day. Thank yeah, you. So, that. Um, yeah, uh, my name is Pash. Um, I'm the founder of Podcastagram. Um, I'm usually a full time bartender. But uh, the pandemic came. Uh, I was out of work for a few months. And I took this nap as an opportunity because I'm a very positive-minded person. Um, during lockdown, I don't just sit down watching TV. I get things done. So basically, I said to myself, I want to do something. And I was into podcasting. Uh, I wasn't always into podcasting throughout years, but it, it was kind of new to me in the last year. I really got into Joe Rogan when I was working out listen to podcasts and from then I just got real uh, enthusiasm for it but what was frustrating me was how podcast program came about was um, I was going to Spotify stuff like that and they're always suggesting podcasts my genre it was always cars or football or, or workout motivation videos I was kind of getting bored I kind of think I wish someone would just suggest one podcast I could listen to I'm out of my comfort zone something different just get my head, head around and just and just go for it. But I couldn't really find it. And um, also, I, I was looking on Instagram and, and Facebook. I couldn't find a podcast platform that was putting podcasts out there. Of course, obviously, with Spotify, YouTube, stuff like that. I said, right, uh, I should do something like this. But I didn't know, I didn't know how to do it. So basically, um, I said, right, the name has to come first. So, so I was thinking, right, Instagram is my main platform. I'm very good at Instagram. I've had multiple pages over the years, which has been very successful. I've done dropship and stuff like that. So, um, and how I started on Instagram was I've done 65 hours of Instagram tutorials. That was my first page years ago. So guys, if you want to get started on anything, tutorials on YouTube are the way to go. I did 65 hours. That's how I learned everything I know. So tutorials are brilliant and it's all free. So yeah, basically 
um, podcastogram. There's a Instagram and podcast, and that's how I picked the name podcastogram. I got that, um, and I went from there. So my first, uh, my first few posts were just general use anchor stuff like that, and then I, I said to myself, right, I'm, I'm going to reach out to people to feature their platforms. So um, the first one I featured was uh, Honey Stunton, I think it was. This has come back a while ago now. And um, I featured her one, and it kind of bombed. And that was kind of crossroads to me. I was like, right, well, I keep this going. But I'm a hard worker. And I said, listen, I'm going to keep this going. I know it's going to work. I had a feeling in my gut saying this is going to work. So uh, the first one bombed. The second one then was uh, Good Times and Bad Movies. I'm still very friendly with these guys because I, I owe a lot to them. I featured their podcast. The podcast was smooth, great audio, great content, stuff like that. And I only had 170 followers at the time. And I woke up in the morning, and let me forget this, and I had 12 DMs on Podcastagram asking to be featured. And since then, that's it. Because I thought after the first feature, I'd have to be begging people to come on. But no, since that day, it's just grew and grew. And yeah, it's, it's great. And, and now and now it's kind of like, I know it's got to be a hard spot for you because now you have to actually select because there's not enough days and not enough weeks yeah. to feature every single podcast, correct? Yeah, 100%. I, yeah. All right. Now, I'll give you a little bit on my story with you because um, you deal with so many people. Um, what happened was um, I get a lot of people that, that, that send me things because we're both insiders in the industry. And I hate to say that I'm one, but I am um, to a degree. And um, they were showing me what you were doing. And, and I told you in a humble manner, I wish I had started doing what you were doing before I started podcasting because I like what you did. Um, so what caught my eye was, was that you put detail into the graphic, you do an audiogram type deal with the, with the uh, audio that's presented. You take care of the major advertising for an episode, even in, you're doing the greatest thing that I always talk about when people get me in these conference calls, you repurpose my material. And made yeah. made an episode that was really lackluster when when it comes to my normal downloads. You made that episode a superstar, and that's one thing that I always want to be very humble and thank you about. And um, go ahead from there because I know you got something to say for with that one. Yeah, well, what I like to pride myself in is if someone's featured a podcast on my page, I want to take the 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 work from them, and I want to do it. I always say to people when they when they message me. Can I get my podcast featured? If it's good quality, I'm going to feature it. I always say to the, they say to me, what do I have to do with the cover art? I say, you sit back and enjoy the feature. Let me do the work. And that's what I want to do. I want people to enjoy their feature. I don't want them rushing around getting cover art ready. I'm going to do all that. So basically what I do for the soundbite, I simply go onto their, their Spotify, their anchor, get a clip from their show. I listen to the best part of the show, get a clip from it. And the cover art, I do all that myself. I want them to relax and just enjoy themselves and enjoy the feature. Okay, so um, as an insider, I have a few podcast-related uh, questions. How do you find quality inside quantity? Because understand the questions that I'm going to ask you real fast. I'm asking you this from the perspective of you giving help to prospective podcasters, people that want to start. How do you, what do you think about quality over quantity? When you look at, like, my catalog's 40-plus episodes in two seasons – you looked through all those and you found one that had a certain quality that you liked. How do you do that? Um, basically, um, like it, it was a subject matter for a start on that podcast. Um, obviously, the, the, the poor woman's son, he, he died. Um, 
But way to go, that is her strength to come back from that. And a lot of people can resolute with, 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 with losing loved ones. I think that was a very important subject. I always want to cover very important subjects. And that was really one that stood out to me. And that's why I picked that from your one. Uh, and just and going on from that, the quality was good. The horse was good. So I was really glad to feature it because I knew uh, it would help you and it would also help my platform. So it's always a two-sided coin. Okay. Uh, I like that answer there. Now, when it comes to quality, give me your yeah. ideal podcast. Because like I said, we're doing it for prospective podcasters. And I always tell people that I do a format real simple like this. I'm a flat podcast host. I am a Q&A podcast host. But at certain points during my podcast, I do it in the numbers of five. I built an intimate episode of just me so that I could build up the trust with my listeners. So how do you tell someone to build up a certain amount of quality going from the Q&A type to an episode where you're trying to get them to, to, to pull your audience in to trust you? How do you, how do you go with that? Well, to, to start off, if you have a bad quality podcast, you're never going to build an audience. It's as simple as that. Um, and I always kind of, I, I, I'm totally honest with people because I'm not going to waste people's time. I'm, all, I'm honest with them because I want them to succeed. I want everybody to, to succeed. And uh, especially in the podcast community, like there's, there's no rivalry, nothing like that. Everyone has their own back. So, uh, so quality-wise, quality good audio, no interruptions. Like I, I listen to podcasts that people send me. There's air conditioning going in the back. There's phones going off. There's people banging doors. And I say to them, go back, work on your podcast, and then send it to me again because get the, get the quality first, and then you'll build a following. When people like your content and your quality, um, you will build a following, you will build a trust, and you will build an audience. And also, uh, if you're on Instagram, interact with different accounts, uh, build an audience that way as well. Right, and I agree with that. Now, let me ask you this, because this is a hard question, and I've been throwing this out to a lot of people. Which one do you prefer, a fan or a follower? Because they're two different two different people. A fan all day long, fan. All right. And, and, and I agree with that sentiment there because uh, one thing that I've been stressing and I put a post out there today on Instagram about this, a lot of people come to me and like I said, I, I have a guy that uh, I work with. He has 12,000 followers, but it didn't amount to any. He only has like 100 listeners. And I explained mm -hmm. to him that you have to build that fan. So how did you build fans for what you do? How did you do that? All about the content and um, all about the content and all about the interaction. Um, support is a massive thing. Right? If you have fans that are supporting you, if you don't support them back, like it's just you're wasting your time. You have to support people that support you. Um, that's how you build a brand. That's how you build trust. That's how you build friends. Because I always support everyone. I go on everybody's like I do IG lives. You've seen that with interviews yes. and stuff like that. And every IG live I see, I don't care. If there's one person watching these people, I'm going to go on and support them. And these people always support me back. That's how you build friends. That's how you build fans, stuff like that. And yeah, as you said, like, no point having 12,000 followers and 100 people interacting with you. That's no good. Um, I'd rather build my Instagram account slowly, nice organically, get good followers and get people to interact and, and support my page. All right, so let's talk about this IG Live that you do. Um, I find it very interesting. You can catch it 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Pacific, you can do the math on the time. But 
I love those. Now, sometimes I can't catch all of it, but I love that interaction that you do because it's live. It's real uncanny. I'm the type of person you see that I have structure because I brought you to my realm, <laughs> which is, you know, which is closed cornered. We're still recording video and we're audio, but it's closed cornered. What you do is amazing. I don't have anxiety or anything, but I'm kind of like, man, I got to prepare myself. I don't script anything, but if I ever get on live like that, I would just have to, how do you keep yourself from getting the jitters? You know, because you're doing it live. Anything could happen. Anything can happen, yeah. And and just uh, like like I suffer from a stammer. I've suffered all my life. Um, I've worked to get under control. It's kind of under control now, but it still comes out in interviews because if I'm nervy, it comes out. But I've never let it stop me. I still do the interviews. You might pick up my stammer, but I don't care. I, I'm I'm going to do the interviews. I'm going to put myself out there because you, you should never let things affect you like that, you know. So, so but basically the jitters, yeah, I still get them, of course. You always get them going on. And I've seen people uh, are doing lives the, like with the last year, and they've told me they still get the nerves. But nerves are good. Um, nerves improve you. If you didn't have nerves, there's something wrong because you would perform better when you have nerves. And, and that's my thing. And the IG lives, they're great. Um, they, they've, re they've really took off. Um, it's always unscripted, but what I do is um, I always want the person's Instagram page first and just get a few questions together. Um, go to the Instagram, see their interests, listen to a podcast, because if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. And that's my motto. I like that. I like that a lot. And I like what we're doing here because um, inside of this, I started a series called Podcasts Collide. And uh, as of right now, I've tried to get you to talk to you to get you to do a podcast. What is the likelihood of getting you to do your own formal podcast? Because you already have the interview chops. You do IG Live. What's stopping you today from having the podcast? Uh, one thing stopped me, and that's time. Time? Um, this, the podcast program is just snowballed for me. I didn't think it was going to be this popular. Uh, it's gone really big, and time is really hard for me at the moment. Um, I'm trying to manage my time as best I can. Um, I'm putting everything on the long finger. Um, my TikTok, my Twitter, I need to work on them. I just haven't got the time at the moment. Because um, basically, the day of my life, um, I get so many DMs every day. And every DM is is to get featured. And so I have to take time out to listen to a podcast and to, to see if it's good enough, to see when I can get it in, stuff like that. So time is the hard thing. But I'm going to start uh, managing my time better. I'm not managing my time enough because, um, well, I suppose it, like I take time out to... to, to to gym five times a week, workout. Um, I run a lot. I walk the dogs. Fitness and, and eating well, the big thing for me, is my energy. So I'm trying to say to myself, I'll cut them things, but I probably shouldn't because that's a bit of time out for me. But yeah, the time is hard at the moment. And that's probably what stopped me doing my own podcast. Okay, but in the near future, we will hear a podcast from you more than likely. Or you can keep guesting on podcasts because that collaboration there, that's something I want to talk to you about also because when you have... Uh, a versatile mind like yours it's hard to get every single question out that you want to ask so what do you think about podcast collaborations do you think that they're good for growth for a podcast of course yeah yeah because podcast collaborations if you're, you're putting out to double the people podcast collaborations are absolutely brilliant and you can do some i've some, seen some great cover art with podcast collaborations where people uh, come together and they do the two logos, stuff like that. Now, I think people love to see that. 
they love to see people branch out outside the box and just do something different. I think podcast collaborations are absolutely brilliant. And you're bringing people together. I think it's, uh, you're bringing two fan bases together. I think it's brilliant. All right. And, and inside this podcast, I'll give you a little secret that happened to me at the very beginning of my go around. Um, I did someone's podcast. I don't do very many interviews outside of my podcast. I'd have a lot on and that's not me being rude, but I try to help out how I can. Well, I did this guy's podcast, right? And our numbers were very similar. I think he had five more people than me, but his advertising was stronger than mine. So I did something crazy. I gave him money to promote my podcast on his show. And I always tell people that that was one of the quantum leaps that I did because once I did that, I got a thousand followers. I mean, listeners from that. And I only invested $5 on Facebook. So I tell oh, wow. people, I tell people that podcast Very. collaboration deal is something that you really should do. And just like with what you do is showcasing podcasts. When, yeah. you, when you showcase a podcast, you magnify it. And from the detail into everything that you do, like I'm scrolling down and you can just look and see how you've uh, featured podcasts and how you've elevated them. It's just amazing. Um, like one of the, one lady, uh, Sammy Beatrice, uh, me and her are kind of connected at the hip, like what she did for her podcast, she was doing good numbers and then she did excellent numbers. So how does that make you feel at the end of the day to help a podcast? Um, even if the podcast is fledging to help them get that boost, how does that make you feel at the end of the day? Absolutely fantastic because I love helping people. I've always been that kind of person and to see someone's podcast. I love giving people a, a pedestal, uh, a route to get their podcast heard and listened to. And he, he, even I featured one uh, yesterday, Freddie's World. He supports small businesses. You know, his podcast it wasn't doing that well. And I featured it and his downloads and listens blew up. And, and how I did that was uh, when I featured his podcast, I said, this podcast is supporting small businesses. So, so people naturally supported him. And that, yeah. I feel great um, when people tell me, I get such a buzz when I get the DM saying, oh my God, my podcast, so many downloads, so many listens, thank you so much. And not one person has been disappointed with what I do yet. And that's not me boasting because I'm not that kind of person. I'm just saying it, 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 it pleases me to see my platform is working and doing what I want it to do. Because when I go into my insights, I can see how many people are, 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 are clicking that link in the bio. And that's all I matter. That's going up week on week. Okay. And with that, like, like, that's what I say is so amazing about everything that you do, because a simple repurposing of a podcast, that's something that you always hear in all these self-help guru videos on YouTube, which I follow certain parts, but that repurpose part, I think is the hardest part. And that's what you do. So we come to a session inside of West Virginia and Commonplace, where I started asking some serious questions. There was a TV show in America called 2020. It had Barbara Walters on it. It had John Stossel, which she was a comedian, and it had Diane Sawyer. They were serious people, Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer. So here's your Diane Sawyer question. So are you ready for it? Yeah, always ready. All right, here it goes. Now, you're out here. You're promoting podcasts. You're taking care of these podcasts. But here's the real question. How can podcasts come back in turn and help you? This is a big one. They can support me because I always say to people, I'm featuring your podcast, show us some support, get your friends and family to give us a follow and support your podcast on it. Some people don't. You'd be surprised. 
some people are over the moon for what I do. Uh, and they support my page so much. Other people, okay, I feature their podcast to get listens and downloads, say thank you very much, and, and, and that'd be it. So, but 90% of the people do, do support me. So yeah, so, so that's how they can give back to me, support my page, word of mouth. Word of mouth is a forgotten about thing in this world. Everyone's relying on social media. Word of mouth is still massive to get your, your name out there. And I appreciate that one wholeheartedly right there. Now I went to a deeper question. Uh, fans see you on um, Instagram, but how can fans reach you outside of that? Because I'll tell you one thing, and this is one thing I never knew about myself. Um, I have fans that reach me directly. Like they wanted beyond the West Virginia commonplace email. They wanted the personal email. They wanted to know how they could get in touch with me. Is there a way that fans can reach out to you personally to talk to you at an email address or is it better to do it through Instagram? Yeah, well, um, on my page, I try to be as personal as I can. That's why um, you don't just see a grid. You, you see me in the interviews. You see my face. So that's why I kind of made my podcast Instagram a personal kind of page. And yeah, um, I, I, I probably be, uh, I'm mostly logged inside accounts. I prefer to be DM through that, uh, being honest. But if someone does want to find me personally, it's uh, Pat Gohan 8 on, on Instagram. That's my personal page. If you want to DM me on that, for some reason, don't add me, that's fine. Okay. Um, and the reason I get that out there, because you never know, like sometimes some fans see this and they're like, I want to know who's behind the scenes. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and, and just that type of fanfare. Um, I know some people charge for it on Patreon. I don't do anything like that. I'll give them that personal experience because I'm like, hey, you're a fan. I'm a fan of a fan that's a fan. So we yeah. can go from there. Now, what's the next big thing for you? You're doing this now. Where are you going to okay. carry this to? What's the next stratosphere or atmosphere? I have big things in the pipeline for this. Um, I'm slowly rolling them out one because obviously the, the, the time thing, but I am going to break my time down better and I have plans to do that. Um, the, 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 the IG interviews, they've been big, but I'm stopping them at the end of uh, the end of uh, February, the first week of March, actually. And I'm going to start doing live tutorials. Um, so, so I'm going to have like a whiteboard. I'm going to tell people how to go to Instagram, uh, podcast mistakes, um, controversial subjects, I'm going to do explain them things. So I'm going to do live tutorials uh, in March, which I think is going to go down really well. Uh, it's going to help people. I'm all about helping people. So that's one big thing. Um, I want to get YouTube going, I want to get TikTok going, I want to get Twitter going. Because the more wins you've gone on the bus, the more your SEO comes up, you know yourself, and, and I need to get them things sorted. But yeah, I want I want this to go big, and I want, I want more sponsors on the page, I want stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep grinding. I've, I, I, I have big plans this page and hopefully they, they come to tuition. And then eventually I figure just with how you got everything going, because it's a platform that I just jumped on. I know you're going to jump on Twitch. Because you do live um, episodes, you do live episodes, and it's no reason to stop those live episodes. Because I'm telling you as a fan, and I normally would not do this on a podcast, I get chills when you do live. Cause I'm like, this is courageous. Like I said, I already told you about how I, the minor mishaps can happen, but y'all, y'all flow so well between it, and there's there's no delay in it. Sometimes there might be a connection issue, but that could be my ISP. It doesn't have to be you. So, is there a way that you could keep these IG lives or live uh, interviews going later? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep the interviews. Uh, I'm just gonna give them a break for maybe three weeks because uh, too much of anything, you know, people kind of get bored. So. I'm going to give the, uh, uh, a break in March and I'm going to do the live tutorials. 
But no, the interviews are here to stay, 100%. But the amount of DMs I get about interviews, like I could keep interviews, I could keep bookings going until next December. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy the amount of DMs I get for interviews. But I just had to, to call it the first week in March, I'm stopping them for a few weeks. Just to, just to freshen things up and do something different for a few weeks. But the interviews are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. And thanks a lot for your comments about the, the you get the children's watching because I cut a uh, uh, thing about my lives is I try to keep them relaxed. I have a, I, I have a pint of Guinness. I'm kind of renowned for that in my life. <laughs> I guess. I, I always say to people, I always ring them before the live and say, relax, have a drink. It's a bit of fun. It's not too formal. And I don't script out my questions. I kind of do them off the head. I have a, a basis of what I'm going to do. But, uh, and also, I have a little fun fact behind me in the IG interviews. Last week was almonds and peaches, uh, stuff like that. Just, just yeah. keep it interesting. I just keep it relaxed. So um, if you haven't seen my IG uh, lives, hopefully the people listening to this will go and check them out. All right. And once again, uh, one thing that we need to do, let's plug where everybody can find you. They can find you on Instagram. And yeah. Podcastgram. Uh, Podcastgram underscore on Instagram. TikTok, Podcastgram. Twitter, Podcastgram. Facebook, I haven't bothered yet. Facebook is a, is a dinosaur. It's dying out. Um, Facebook, like, obviously Facebook owns Instagram, but Facebook is dying. Uh, it's not a platform I'm big into. It's hard to get traction on. I haven't gone down that alley yet. Maybe I will. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, YouTube, Podcastgram as well. Uh, I haven't really started out big time on YouTube, uh, TikTok, or Twitter yet. But Instagram is my main handle, podcastgram underscore. And if you want your podcast featured, don't be afraid to DM me. I reply to every single DM. So don't forget, don't be afraid to. And, uh, and just going on your thing about Twitch there. Um, see, it's strange to me because uh, most of my followers in America, and I'm Irish, I'm in Ireland, and Twitch is not a thing in Ireland. So I'm going to have to really look into that. I know it's a big thing in America. All right, and, and let me tell you this, we'll, we'll, even though this is inside the podcast, Twitch is something that is crazy i literally just jumped into it now i'm a video gamer that's the extra part of my facets that go on with my episodes so i have a following from that discord and all that other stuff twitch is a whole nother monster um one thing that brings the world together is freaking fifa um, okay so yeah, so, so, so that game some people some people use it for that and there are some people that actually host podcasts through Twitch. They have nothing to do with video games, but it's just the uh, interaction of actually being able to have a live podcast that you can do from a computer, which means you talk about technical difficulties with other things, trying to do a live um, broadcast like what you do. Um, so it's something definitely to look into, and I'm glad that you got that on your back burner. So yeah. before before we get out of this interview, um, there's one thing on West Virginia Uncommonplace that happens. Um, I had a rapper on one time. He... Um, could solve her in a Rubik's Cube in 40 seconds. I had a lady in Arkansas, um, which is a southern state. She goes out to the Goodwill, which is a thrift store. She buys artwork. It could be made of whatever. She puts rhinestones on it. She puts glitter on it. Then she resells it. I have another lady um, from the great state of Virginia. She, anytime she hears the sound of carbonation cans opening, like a soda or a pop, she goes crazy. She gets out the car. If she's in a store, she'll flip her buggy. Um, but these are all their secrets and their hidden talents. So now, Pat, you're on the burner. What is a secret or a hidden talent that no one knows about you? I can do the moonwalk. <laughs> you can do the moonwalk. Yeah. <laughs> that's my party piece. Uh, uh, any wedding or party. That's my, that's my party piece. 
that I'm kind of proud of, to be honest. Okay. So you can do the moonwalk. Like, so you can just break it out. You can, like, if I yeah. wanted, we're talking smooth criminal moonwalk. We're not talking any other type. We're talking no. like that. We're talking about a good moonwalk. I'm a very good dancer. I always have been. And the moonwalk is my, is, is, is the icing on the cake of me. I, I, I look. I always do it every wedding and stuff like that. And I still <laughs> So that's your go-to there. So you just break it out and then it's over with. That's break one, it out. Obviously, there's a few pints of Guinness first, but yeah, I always break it out. And that's a dance that can stop the party because once you hit that, it's over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Pat, once again, I want to thank you for being on West Virginia and Commonplace. And I always give everybody a great testimonial, so I'm going to give you yours real fast. Okay. You're in the world. You are providing more than just a service. Um, I always give everybody a parable. I believe I gave you a parable yesterday about yourself, and you keep that, and we'll keep that between us. But here's the thing. You're on here. You're helping podcasts. People don't understand this about podcasting, that there is truly nobody there to help anyone. Um, you are one of the few people that are in the business that are actually helping people. I go out of my way to do things, to show people things, but I don't actually go out of my way to help anyone because I had to learn. So I expect them to learn. Once they learn, we can come back and collaborate on ideas that I don't just yeah. sit there and be like, go down this road. So you don't go down that road because you have to learn all facets, but you actually sit there and help. And I'm giving you a pat on the back. I'm giving you a handshake on that one because, you, because you are making a difference. You wake up, yeah. you wake up, you wake up tomorrow, you won't think about it, but you wake up another day, you work, wake up 10 years from now, and you'll realize that you shaped a part of the industry. You are shaping the industry as you're going along. Each podcast that you feature, each person you talk to. So I want to tell you thank you. Yeah, um, because uh, I can see the platform kind of growing because uh, a few things happen, a few strange things happened this week. Uh, I got a DM from a, from a lad that wants to a podcast feature and he said um, I heard people talking about your platform on my lunch break so that was that was really a standout moment for me and I was really happy about that and also I'm getting tagged in, in a lot of things where people might tag maybe only three people YouTube Spotify and, and I'm tagged as well so I, I can see it growing I can see I'm getting places and uh can I just give give people a small bit of advice is that okay yes go ahead go ahead that's what the platform for for okay this is one of the biggest pieces of advice. If you're just starting start starting a podcast, when you start with Anchor, stuff like that, you see you can get monetized straight away. Okay, most people just run to that straight away, even if they have no listens, no downloads, no followers. Hold off until you get a following, until you get a, a, a fan base, because if you're starting off uh, from zero and you have them adverts, them generic adverts in your podcast, people are going to switch off straight away. But when you have a following, and people know your content is good, um, bring them adverts into it then uh, because people don't mind them then because they're looking forward to your content. That's, that's, that's a massive thing. That's, that's where most people fall down. And I agree with you on that. And my rule with everyone, just like when I tell podcasts that I follow that I'm not a fan of, because that's one misconception about me. I follow a lot of podcasts, but it doesn't mean I'm a fan of them. I've got to go yeah. five episodes deep into what you do. If you don't have five episodes worth of content, the first four episodes of practice. Yeah. And that fifth one, like you said, advertisement is something that I tell people to be careful about and how to gauge it. And um, one thing that I will talk to you about, cause I forgot, what do you think about the podcasting host, like hosting sites, like uh, anchor, um, Podbean, Buzzsprout? What do you think of those? 
I think Anchor has done so much for people. Um, apart from the advertising aspect, which is it, it's getting a bit silly, um, the, the, the generic message you have to put out there. But um, no, Anchor has done so much for people. Their platform is absolutely incredible. The simplicity of it. Um, and I always say to people, don't pump a load of money into podcasting until you, until you get built up. All you need when you're starting off is your phone. People say, oh my God, my phone's bad quality. If you hold your phone at a certain angle, six inches away, and you get basically a clothes hanger and a pair of tights, or I think they call it pantyhose America. I'm not sure. It is, yeah. Yeah, if you put them over the clothes hanger, use that as a pop filter, it actually works. So before you go spending money, build up your, build up your platform, build up your podcast. And listen, Anchor, absolutely brilliant. Buzzsprout, all of them, they're absolutely super platforms and, and they're free, so. Yeah, and I agree with that because like I, I was, I, like I tell people, like it's a certain podcast that I like right now. They have way better quality than me. They put sound in there. I personally took my podcast. I do work with my sound, but I always made sure it had an amateurish feel to it for the simple fact that's my style. It's not bad quality, good sound, but I always made sure like the extra bells and whistles. I'm just a, a flat podcast. And that's one thing I, I'm glad that you pointed out there. And I tell people, Start with stuff that's free. I've got these guys that invest two, three hundred dollars into their podcast, and they're 12, 15 episodes deep and haven't made a dime back. And I tell people yeah. if you're if you're doing it as a hobby, a lot of the things, and always that's a disclaimer in my videos. If you're doing it as a hobby, it's different. But if you're doing this to monetize, there are certain avenues you should get on. And I'm glad that you pointed that out. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I just I just go back to your own podcast. Um, your own podcast is absolutely super because you're an absolute super host and you don't realize it, you are not afraid to ask the hard questions and that's probably why people listen to your podcast that's the way you get so many downloads stuff like that you ask the hard questions and you're very good at, at extracting the answers out of people you're a very smooth way about your uh, about your I can't wait for our interview I think you're an absolute brilliant host and um, as I said still to this day the, the Lark Dean Galley uh, podcast I feature for you is in my top five podcasts of all time within Joe Rogan, with everyone. That podcast blew me away. It kind of hit a nerve. It was just, it was so personal. I can't explain to people how good a podcast is. People need to listen to that. Absolute super stuff from yourself. Uh, uh, it's in my top five, always will be. All right, thank you very much for that. So once again, thank you for being on West Virginia Commonplace. I'm signing off. Pat at Podcastagram signing off. Tell everybody goodbye. Thank you for listening, everybody, and good luck with your podcast. And thanks so much for having me on here today. It was an absolute pleasure to be on. Thank you. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok, where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn. Hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site. Join the email list from the website and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly, thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.